Hello, and welcome to Phil, the podcast that started as a joke and continues to be one. I'm currently on my way to work on this rainy Southern California morning. Uh, This is the second day of rain this week, so naturally uh, it is safe to assume the world is ending. Uh, We've been experiencing drought-like conditions in California, Um, so you know we really haven't had rain, much rain, for months and months, and even before that. Uh, last rainfall, I'm sure it was months and months of dry conditions again. So in that time, people typically forget how to drive in weather. Um, so traffic is particularly dense this morning. Uh, you may hear some of the rain. Uh, you may hear the occasional windshield wiper. My apologies. I need to stay safe on the road. Uh, Had to take Franklin out in the rain this morning. That's always fun. Um, It's not not too bad. You just have to dry him off with a towel afterwards, which is typical post uh, post shit. Uh, Most of us probably dry off with a towel of some kind. Maybe we call it toilet paper. Uh, I don't know. Off to a booming start. <sighs> Coming down off of uh, the Thanksgiving tryptophan high. Had a wonderful holiday. Celebrated with many of the Explosio Magico family at Casa de Rhinish. Uh, quite a spread. I myself made the turkey, which is something I've done a few times. In the past, I've uh, done more exciting recipes, such as beer brines, or wrapping the entire bird in bacon. Uh, both of which turned out very well. But this year I went a more simple route. I'm a dad now. My attention is divided. Uh, I did a dry brine wherein you rub the uh, turkey with uh, salt, pepper, and sugar. And then it sits in the refrigerator overnight. And then you have to rinse it and pat it dry and then you essentially make a sort of compound herb butter that is rubbed under the skin and inside the cavity and all over the bird. Uh, it uh, turned out pretty well, I'd say. It was one of you know, in the top two turkeys that I've made. It was a bigger one. It was about 21, almost 22 pounds, uh, but very moist and uh, seemed to be a hit. The, the 
part about making a turkey that's actually difficult, which are, they're sort of glossed over in the um, in the recipe, is the rinsing and patting dry of the bird because you have this rather large, unwieldy, slick, dead animal that you're you're trying to rinse out every every part of it in your sink as you dig out the neck and the gizzards and everything that they shove into the cavity and and that stuff's still frozen even though your bird may have defrosted pretty well so you're just you know filling the turkey carcass with water and trying to thaw it out and rip out all of these uh, discard parts that you, you know, I do cook with the bird for purposes of gravy, but those are times where I, I do understand uh, some level of vegetarianism for the sheer inconvenience of having to really prepare and handle raw meat. And then you have to kind of clean every single surface in the kitchen because who knows what got turkey juice on it. Um, and then there's a level of paranoia as you assume that uh, everything you touch now will have salmonella or E. coli or Ebola. Um, so then, I don't know, it's just, it's a process. I mean, the easiest part is just once it's, just putting it in the oven. It's hard to screw that up. You either make it or break it leading up to that point. So, you know, you throw it in the oven at 350 and it's in there for five and a half hours. All you gotta do is drizzle butter on it. And that is not, uh something that I would consider difficult for me. I have much practice in the butter drizzling department. But needless to say, uh, I got through it. I survived. I'm here talking to you. There were some leftovers. A little surprised, but uh, very uh, pleased with that because I, I got to leave with a container that had three or four different kinds of meat in it. Uh, on top of the turkey we had uh, a honey-baked ham and a uh, mat of Climax fame. Had done some uh, very delicious uh, it wasn't really quite carne asada, but they were very like marinated steaks um, that were awesome, and so I took a little bit of that. Uh, we had some desserts that we'd made that did not get finished. Uh, brought those home, and have just been slowly descending off of my overeating high, and now it's back to. Uh, trying to restrict myself to some degree as Christmas rears its 
ugly head. Uh, I guess some parts of the country have already gotten significant snowfall, uh, so I guess this this rain maybe is our our sort of holiday uh, cheer equivalent. But I don't know. I don't really mind it. I, growing up in Chicagoland, more specific Hammond, Indiana, uh, we got quite a diverse array of weather. Um, rain I can tolerate, especially on the very uh, scarce interval that we get it. Uh, snow, I'm not, not really down with anymore. It's okay to visit, but I really don't enjoy living in it. Uh, when we moved back to Chicago a few years back, they had one of their worst snowstorms in the last few decades, uh, where feet and feet of snow fell over a, a day or two period. Uh, if you look up a Lakeshore Drive snowstorm, on uh, your search engine of choice, presumably Google, because I mean, who are you? Uh, you will see cars lined on the street that have just been abandoned because the heaviest part of the snowfall was during rush hour traffic. And people are just sitting, uh, moving rather slowly, and the snow is just consuming them sort of a torturous death effort on the part of Mother Nature, but I don't think anyone in on Lakeshore Drive at least died. I do know that people just had to abandon their cars and then they had to have a massive towing. People go and claim their cars. I think there were certainly some thefts out of the cars because, hey, look at all these parked cars that nobody in the right mind is going to be anywhere near, except a criminal who is arguably not in their right mind. So maybe that was, you know, a criminal's Christmas. I uh, will be traveling for uh, Christmas this year. We are going back with the baby to see family. Uh, it will be a rather long trip. Uh, being off of work for a couple weeks, it just makes sense. It just makes sense to try and spend as much time with family and friends back home as possible so that the baby can uh, have some, you know, some family time. We don't have really any family out here. Uh, we just have really close friends. And they're all well and good, but uh, blood is thicker than uh, mimosa. I don't know. Any 
phrase that really works there. Insert a catchy idiom or uh, I don't know grammatical metaphor I'm picking up a little speed you might be able to tell by the sounds I'm not yet to the freeway So this is obviously, you know, we're moving along rather, rather slowly for a little while. It's in my sight though. That's a good sign. Um, we recently moved uh, apartments, so my route to work has changed. Uh, there's a little side road that travels parallel to the freeway that actually takes maybe 10 minutes or so off of my commute. I'm coming up on that now. Uh, it happens to be situated between a McDonald's and a corner bakery cafe. So the temptation is always there to stop and get a little something something for my commute but uh, today we are strong and we are passing them by I see that there is a new fitness studio having its grand opening I will not be attending and now we are in a neighborhood Turning on the defrost, defog. It's getting a little, uh, little dense in here. Can't have that. That's not safe. Safety first. Although uh, I do have to admit, I do get a little nervous in the rain here because um, my tires. Uh, well, completely fine for the normal dry California climate. The treads are a little worn to the point where uh, I'm just hoping I don't have to make any uh, crazy sudden stops at a high speed because I have a feeling that I will just glide right into whatever I am trying to avoid. Uh, that would be a fill first, uh, Phil referring to the podcast, not me, I've been in uh, a car accident before, um, both driving and not driving, uh, it's not fun either way. Uh, the one in which I was driving was ruled mutual fault, so... I was not solely to blame. I don't know. 
what sort of bearing that has for uh, insurance. I don't think my insurance went up, but I don't remember. It was a long time ago. silence, I just had to squeeze past a car that uh, did not understand that uh, you should only really be in one lane at a time, especially when you're stopping at an intersection. But we made it, got around it. Ooh, there's a little bit of a line here. My Secret Way seems to be popular on this rainy day. Still will be faster in the net time. All right, we're turning left. For all of you playing the filled drinking game, uh, take a shot. Take another shot. That was a yawn break. I haven't had any coffee yet. And I am a fan. Uh, I don't really remember anything that I've spoken about previously on the Phil podcast. But I was a Starbucks barista for a summer as a second job, saving up for my first California move after college. I worked a morning job from seven to three, and then I would close at the Starbucks, usually uh, like a four or five to midnight. Uh, got really used to drinking coffee uh, and then going to sleep, which I think is a recipe for night terrors, but I could be wrong. Um, but it did elevate my fondness for coffee uh, significantly. Also, working generally does that. I find that if I'm home, that I, you know, if I'm off for a longer stretch of time, I, my body kind of just doesn't need caffeine or I don't care to make it. Uh, but I think it's just so much a part of the work culture and ritual that I've just bought into it uh, wholeheartedly. 
we do have a Keurig at work, so that is what we're using. It's not the best coffee, but it's certainly not the worst. It is above instant coffee for sure, even though I'm, I'm assuming some people think that that's what those are, the little pots of instant coffee, which is not the case. Some might be. Um, but it's, uh, I don't know, it definitely is a convenient alternative to making a pot. And, and even then, pots of coffee are not the most uh, refined way to go. Uh, you know, the, if you can do a, a pour over at home, that's good. If you have a French press, um, that would probably be your best bet uh, for a you know relative ease home brewing. Uh, I've never used like the Chemex, like chemistry set coffee stuff. I've had a, I think it's called Evo. I had a another steeping method at a coffee shop here in Los Angeles where uh, the beans were constantly steeping in the coffee and the rim of the container had a grating on it so that the bean you know the grounds were not poured out when you didn't when you would pour your cup of coffee but it was very strong and very delicious uh, I, I'm more of a fan in recent years of Latin American coffees. Uh, I, I think that that's like a lighter roast. Uh, they're a little more acidic, maybe a little more bitter uh, than your African beans. Uh, those are a little earthier. Um, I know probably... I know I don't know too much about coffee. I know enough about coffee, let's say that. When you do work at a Starbucks, they make you taste everything that they have and keep a little journal they call your coffee passport. And as you try things, you put a little sticker in there and you write a little review how it tastes to you, where it's hitting your tongue, what you would pair it with uh, as far as desserts go or food. And, and every six months, you have to complete the entire passport. So as your uh, skills develop in identifying uh, what it is that you're tasting and as you're, you know, your taste profile changes with your uh, assimilation into regular coffee consumption, you can sort of track that. I'm sure that I have uh, my coffee passport somewhere. Uh, I did get through all the coffees. The teas, on the other hand, I'm just not much of a tea guy. I do enjoy uh, a green tea with honey occasionally, but uh, I just, you know, black coffee, that's what I do. 
I don't do cream or sugar anymore because I'm a man and and uh, and I actually got used to that on one of the, on the pre-wedding diet I did where I lost 30 pounds um, cutting out sugar and cream which are just the added calories and added sugar to something that doesn't need it because it is delicious without it it took a maybe a few days and then I was on board although I think it's called bullet coffee or bullet style coffee which is the um, the butter and coffee sort of frothed uh, drink I'm very interested in that I have had butter and coffee and really enjoyed it I know for like the I think it's bullet style uh, in other scenario, I know that there's certain recommendations on your beans and on all that kind of stuff. Um, I just haven't had the time or uh, remembered to look into it too significantly. But if you have tried it uh, and you want to tell me how I should go about it or recommend something, feel free to write into mailbox at explosivemagico.com or fill at explosivemagico.com and uh, subject coffee. Uh, that was the coffee segment. I'm sure I could talk about it longer. Uh, but you know, I don't really know who's listening to it, anything at this point. Um, I feel like I'm a little bit of a ringer coming in to fill fill the void um, I don't know, you know do we have any what, what should we call the fans of Phil because there there's only two or three of you listening so uh, you know the LOLJK has the LOLJackers um, I don't know you know the Filipinos something uh, that would be uh, that's kind of stupid I don't know it also feels a little uh, pompous to be trying to come up with a name for fans of a show that is named after you uh, but alas that's the predicament that we've uh, we've arrived at Let's see. Uh. Huh. Hmm. Huh. Uh, now it's time for our next segment, wherein I uh, recommend uh, some gifts for you to buy for people for uh, Christmas or Hanukkah or uh, their birthday that happens to fall in December or January. Um, but you should probably use, uh, if at all possible, the Amazon link at explosomagico.com because it uh, gives us a little bit of a percentage kickback for referring you and your Amazon experience and website stay the same. 
so you should really uh, go check it out. People do have some recommendations up there. Um, I'm going to try to offer you a few more uh, if I can think of anything. If you want to record your own commuting podcast, I'm currently talking into an H4N recorder. Uh, it is a very uh, handy thing. I think it's used in many a uh, podcast, and it's what the field reporters use for uh, This American Life, and I'm assuming Serial as well. Uh, it's on a mount, which is... Uh, suction cup to my side console which I'm assuming is also available on Amazon Uh, I did attempt to mount it to the dash but it was a little conspicuous especially with the furry uh, wind guard filter on it I don't need to be pulled over because I have a what looks like the equivalent of an electronic, a robotic troll doll uh, attached to my dashboard. Um, The mount, I believe, also works with GoPros. If you want to purchase a GoPro camera on Amazon, people like those things. They shoot HD, they're small, and you can put them on your dog and have your dog run around for a while and now upload the video to YouTube and then become famous. That's probably the most direct way to fame. Uh, let's see. Uh, if you have not yet uh, joined the digital age and purchased an Apple TV or a Roku, I can recommend the Chromecast as a rather inexpensive option comparatively um, to watch Netflix or HBO Go um, or Hulu Plus or a number of other things. Anything in your Chrome browser on your computer can be uh, you know, cast to this little uh, HDMI dongle that is on your Wi-Fi network. And uh, I did get one from my parents, and they figured out how to use it, so I'm confident that everyone can. Uh, I don't believe you can purchase it through Amazon, but we've been getting a lot of legs out of the Jackbox Party Pack, which is available on uh, Steam and PS4 and Xbox One, uh, which is from the You Don't Know Jack creators. It includes uh, uh, like four or five games. We mainly stick to Fibbage, which is a, a pretty interesting variation on Balderdash or Drawful, which is a uh, 
variation of Pictionary. But the kind of fun thing is that everybody uses their phones or tablets as a controller. And, uh, you know, you just kind of log into their website and put in your room code and then everybody's interacting with the television and making fun of each other. Uh, played a little bit of it at Thanksgiving. We've played it a couple times previous. It is a, a very fun party game if you have a small group of people gathered together. Uh, I can recommend that. I'm hoping that my brother-in-law uh, is able to procure it when we go back. Um, my wife's family loves to play games with each other. Which is something that I'm not entirely foreign to, but we didn't make it such a point in my family to do it. Um, but luckily, Joey is obsessed with uh, games and board games and card games, uh, many of which are of the indie persuasion. We've been able to get a few games for uh, playing with family when we go back that are a little bit different and not your just normal categories, Fair or Scrabble or Monopoly. Um, uh, recently, uh, well, if you've played King of Tokyo, that's a fun game uh, with an expansion pack, but they recently released King of New York, which you might be able to buy on Amazon. We also enjoy Resistance, uh, Werewolf. Those are some simpler games. Uh, there's a num number of more complicated uh, Settlers of Catan-esque games that I don't remember the names to, uh, but I know I've enjoyed playing them. Uh, Joey should probably just start a game podcast. Uh, I know we have uh, WASDA, but, but something more of like the card game or, or board game uh, variety. He ha certainly has enough to at least move things forward uh, for a couple of years anyway. really, it's hard to think about Christmas gifts and, and drive through the rain. Uh, I don't know. Just go check out whatever everyone's recommending. Uh, you know, you can get Rick and Morty Season 1. Frisky Dingo's a classic. If you, if you still purchase media, like a physical media. Um, any of Simon Rich's books are great. Um, if there's anything that I should be asking for for Christmas, uh, you can email me at mailbox at exposedmagico.com or phil at exposedmagico.com and let me know. You know me. You know me relatively well. What do I want? Tell me. Well, I think that's going to conclude uh, this installment of Phil. I 
I'm getting a little closer to work and it's still raining and I have uh, really nothing left to say. I'm kind of out of it this morning. I apologize. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, If I don't talk to you guys uh, before the holidays, uh, you know, enjoy them, be safe, eat a lot, drink a lot, be merry a lot. Um, You know, check out the explosomagico.com site for recommendations for gifts or check out the donation store. There's a lot of crazy stuff on there that is handmade by people on the network that requires very little from you as far as donations. Uh, But you could get things out of return. Uh, For example, uh, I will draw uh, your portrait entirely uh, with my left hand, which is my non-dominant hand. Um, at different tiers, you can get different qualities, whether you want to sketch, uh, ink drawing, colored, or even a painting on a small canvas uh, using acrylics, I will do your left-handed portrait. So maybe that is what you should be getting somebody for the holiday. Um, all right, everybody. Uh, safe commutes. This has been Phil. Uh, have a wonderful day. Driving to work while talking to your kids, Phil.